Hello and welcome to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into this episode. Now before we, we begin, do not forget to enter yourself into our competition to win a lovely pair of Heel Tread Motorsport inspired socks. We've given away two pairs so far and have two more left to give away. All you need to do to be in with a chance of winning a pair of these lovely Heel Tread Motorsport inspired socks is simply to download the Podbean app, which is where our whole podcast is hosted, and subscribe to the show on there. And it's the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. And you'll be automatically entered into both remaining prize draws as well. So, but without delay, go and get yourself involved with that and win yourself a pair of free uh, comfy heel tread socks. Today, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a little bit of a, a film review today on the podcast. Um, recently, I watched the excellent new documentary called Endurance, which was commissioned by Porsche Motorsport. And the documentary follows the Porsche um, team uh, as they embarked on the 2019 Le Mans 24 hour and Nürburgring 24 hour, which last year in 2019, those two events ran on consecutive weekends. So the challenge for the drivers mentally, physically, uh, but also logistically from the team to be able to deliver, um, you know, to deliver and to be able to compete in those two races back to back was absolutely extraordinary. And although the length of time that both races take place is exactly the same, 24 hours, the challenges are very, very different, completely different circuits and completely different approach to uh, an endurance race. But what I particularly enjoyed about this this documentary was it was very real. It did not pretend to be anything else. There was no reason. There was no the the subject matter was interesting enough just to show it in exactly in the light that it should. Now, um, recently the um, the popular Netflix series Drive to Survive, which follows uh, an entire uh, F one season, um, I've watched both series of uh, Netflix Drive to Survive and. To be honest, to me, it kind of all it did was highlight, it was maybe trying a little bit too hard and perhaps only just highlighted how kind of stiff and square Formula One can can actually be and also how terribly political um, it can be. And I kind of came away from, from, from that, I, from one way, it was a very, very well-made documentary in one way that you can you could really see the kind of the pressure that the drivers are on and how... The pressure uh, put on them is far more than that than just put on themselves. You know, a lot of influence from the media, politics, etc. But I really enjoyed this particular documentary, Endurance, um, from Porsche, which is free to view uh, on YouTube. uh, And I believe it's on Amazon Prime as well. But get yourself on YouTube uh, and you can watch it um, totally free. Uh, the, the the documentary focuses on a few areas of this effort. It focuses on um, some of the key team personnel, focuses on the car, focuses on the races, but also the, the personalities of 
Porsche's um, factory drivers. Now, Porsche is renowned for being incredibly loyal to its factory drivers, and a lot of the drivers who are contracted to Porsche um, have uh, been there for a very long time. For example, Patrick Long, one of the Amer American factory Porsche drivers, he's been there for nearly 20 years now. Um, and the, the documentary it focuses into not just um, the drivers on track and their different abilities, but also their, 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 um, their personal life as well. There are three main characters which the 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 documentary focuses on, and I, I'll try and uh, I'll try not to, you know retell the documentary here. I'll try and just give you a little bit of inspiration to to tune in and and ch check it out while we're uh, while we're all stuck at home in this current um, coronavirus period. Um, the first character that they they focus on in the documentary is Kevin Estra. Kevin Estra, thirty-one year old Frenchman from from Lyon, and is one of the top drivers in. The Porsche factory team. In 2018, him and his teammates uh, Michael Christensen and Lawrence Vantor won the Le Mans 24-hour GTE Pro class in the Porsche 911 RSR in the in fantastic pink pig um, livery. If you're not familiar with it, just type in 9 911 RSR pink pig, um, designed to emulate one of Porsche's older, um, the, the old 917 uh, car from the early 1970s that was painted in this bright pink colour scheme, uh, and it's, it is so, so cool. Uh, and the pink pig was, was uh, victorious on that particular day. Kevin Estra also he's got, makes a bit of a habit of winning big races in iconic livery cars because in 2019 um, he actually went and won the Spa 24-hour in a Gulf livery Porsche. So you couldn't get two more iconic liveries, Gulf and the, the, the Pink Pig. Um, but what I liked about what the documentary did with, with, with Kevin Estra, they focused on how, you know, very, very quiet... You know, um, you know, res very reserved guy, but incredibly uh, aggressive and incredibly talented behind the wheel. And some of the onboard footage of Kevin Estra and how just how hard he 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 battles on track. I actually have watched a lot of endurance racing over the last couple of years, and it never quite gave. Um, gave credit for just how hard a wheel-to-wheel -wheel racer Kevin Estra is. And there's one particular pass at the Nürburgring 24-hour, which absolutely defies belief uh, as well. So you should check it out. But then you also see in the documentary, you also see him and his wife Caroline uh, in, near their home in Austria in the beautiful um, Alberg region in the very far west of Austria, um, just, you know, relaxing, having some quiet time away from the racetrack. And you realise that the the thing that I also took away from it was this, that sports car drivers at the very highest level, particularly these guys in the in the Porsche factory team, they're they're right up there in terms of skill set compared to people in single seater racing or in, in Formula One. It's just a different discipline and that they're they're taking part in. It's endurance based. It's much more a production based car compared to a Formula One car, of course. Um, you can relate it back to a, to a production car, but they're at the very peak of their powers. If you're winning Le Mans and you're winning World Championships, you are at the peak of the uh, of the sports car um, arena. But the bit that kind of the bit that I took away from it is that these are still very very normal people and can live 
a normal life compared to a Formula One driver who would struggle a lot more uh, to, to do that. So not as many of them live in Monaco, for example. A lot of them live much nearer their, their native their native homes because they can do that and they can roam around uh, and they don't have that kind of razzmatazz around them. They can they can live a normal life away from the away from the racetrack. Another character that they focused on was Lawrence Vantor, who I must say, out of bias, is one of my favourite drivers. Belgian, 28 years old, and the reigning um, 2019 IMSA GTLM champion, where him and his teammate Earl Bamber drove an almost perfect season last year in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. In particular, and I've mentioned this race a number of times on the podcast, their performance at Long Beach was just extraordinary. Long Beach, a very, very tight street track, almost like Monaco in one sense. It's like a flat Monaco, if you like. And in lap two, um, one of the Corvette, Ollie Gavin and the Corvette ran into the back of Lawrence Vantour and damaged the rear splitter, which is a bit that sits underneath the exhaust of the car and is a key component for downforce on the car. And it basically was flapping around for the entire hour and 40 minutes of the race. But both Lawrence and Earl were able to um, able to keep the car in front and end up winning the, the race. But Lawrence Vantour, although only 28 years old, has a very long career in sports car racing. Had a lot of success with, with the Audi factory, you know, winning the Spa 24 hours in 2014, winning the Nürburgring 24 hours in 2015, winning at Macau in 2016. Um, and then he, he was he was headhunted and, and pinched over to Porsche to be a Porsche factory driver, which is a little bit like in sports car racing, it's like getting invited to join the Red Arrows. Being a Porsche factory driver is more or less the ultimate. And he was in the winning team um, that won Le Mans in, in, in 2018 in the Pink Pig. Um, again, you see in the documentary, you see a lot of um, Lawrence uh, at home with his wife Jacqueline and their, their lovely daughter living uh, in the countryside, not far outside uh, of Stuttgart. You see him out training on his bicycle, so you really get a look behind. And really, for me, that's what a documentary is all about. You want to try and learn something or see something that you wouldn't normally see when simply just watching the racing. The final character that they focus on uh, is Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell, young Australian, 25 years old, uh, and actually a builder to trade, but a guy who's come into the motorsport top flight through a very unusual route. Um, he actually started off um, in kind of effectively banger racing in Datsun 240, uh, and then progressed up the up the ladder from there. But his, you know, his mother in particular. Uh, and his family um, have supported him incredibly and taken a lot of sacrifice to get him to the top um, of the sport. And at a quite early age, uh, he was as he just went past his twentieth birthday, he was he was uh, selected by Porsche, went to race in the Porsche Carrera Cup in Australia, won that in 2016. In 2017, won the Bathurst Pro-Am class, um, the Bathurst 12-hour Pro-Am class. And then in 2019, he had the defining point of his career, um, or one of the defining points of his career to date. In 2019, he won the Bathurst 12-hour race, one of the most one of the most prestigious endurance races in the world. But how he did that was simply extraordinary. Matt Campbell pulled off one of the finest overtaking manoeuvres you will ever see in motor racing and if you're familiar with the Mount Panorama circuit at Bathurst well 
coming into the second last lap of the race, um, Matt Campbell p- pulled off a move where you just couldn't believe that a race car could fit through this gap, but incredible confidence and pulled off a race-winning manoeuvre. Again, that's another piece to, to look up on, on YouTube. And actually, Matt Campbell in 2018, he was um, on his debut at the Le Mans 24 Hours. He won in his class, in the GTE AM class, the Pro-AM class. Um, so to win at Le Mans on your debut as well, he's had he's done very, very well along in at Porsche. Now, during the documentary, and this is focusing on the 2019 season, at that point when the documentary was filmed, he was not confirmed. Um, uh, his contract for the following year was still not confirmed at that point. So he was, you see Matt, you see a young professional, a guy who's moved uh, to the other end of the world. You know, he's an Australian native. He's had to move to Stuttgart. He lives in his, you know, an apartment on his own. Um, and you see him there with his, you know, he's 20, 25 years old and he's got his, his uh, Porsche company car and he's got all his Porsche team gear and you see him doing his own washing and things and you see a, you know, a young guy who's so, so ambitious and so, so um, appreciative of, of, of those who have gotten to where he is and on the back of his helmet you see a, it's almost like a, a, a letter with the address um, Stuttgart to, to Australia and it's like thanks mum, thanks auntie, thanks to all his family which is that was really, really nice and but again, when 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 Matt Campbell gets behind the wheel, he goes from you know he's almost got the kind of choir boy look about him normally, and he's really nice, so you know calm, uh, quiet family man, and then gets behind the the wheel, and he's an absolute maniac. Um, when you watch some of the in car footage of just how well he can thread through the traffic at the Nurburgring twenty four hour. There's just traffic everywhere, lots of different classes of racing and very, very varying speeds. And Matt Campbell's fighting for the overall win and he's just slicing through the traffic like you've never seen before. Um, I, th- th- this is why I, I really, really enjoyed this documentary because it gave you so much. It gave you insights into the people but also into the what they can do behind the wheel of a race car, which sometimes a lot of documentaries don't, don't, get, don't get over, but they certainly made sure there was plenty um, action uh, as well. So they, we also get a look into some really special um, race cars. Um, now the, the 911 GT3 R which um, Porsche used uh, at the Nürburgring 24 hours is still in service in, its, in, in the same guise and it's naturally aspirated um, 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 flat six engine. The 911 RSR has changed for this season. The 911 RSR is the GT car that Porsche take to Le Mans and race in the World Endurance Championship and in the IMSA WeatherTech Championship in the GTLM class. This is a purebred race car. It 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 does um, have the shape of a 911 and uses the kind of structure of a 911 but it's very much a full-blown race car no um, anti-lock brake system and very very sophisticated but up to the 2019 season the 911 RSR arguably one of the finest sounding race cars ever built and in a world of turbocharged cars and quieter cars and not so nice sounding race cars the 911 RSR was just extraordinary the high pitch wail uh, and if you're watching 
you know, if you're watching a documentary with a decent sound system, get it ramped right up because the the sound of of a 911 RSR at full chat is just something to put the the hairs on your neck to up. But sadly, this year the 911 RSR has changed. They've changed it to a turbocharged um, uh, turbocharged engine, and it has lost its its noise completely. So this uh, it's quite cool that this particular documentary, the Porsche Endurance documentary, sort of almost freezes in time that 911 RSR. So we can go back and listen to that beautiful noise any time that we're near a computer or a TV. I think also one thing that the the Porsche Endurance documentary really got right as well was it really signified the camaraderie between uh, not only the the drivers. I mean, that's one thing is in endurance racing, you've got three or four drivers in the car uh, and they have to get on. They have to work together. They have to compromise with one another and they have to be forgiving of one another's mistakes and praising of one another's, um, you know, high performance. And in the documentary, we saw two things happen, which were something you wouldn't see in other types of motorsport. And also probably something you wouldn't see anyway, had it not been put into a documentary. At Le Mans uh, in 2019, Michael Christensen and Kevin Estra were on the brink of winning the World Endurance Championship for the first time. And Lawrence Vantor was their third man. He was their 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 co-driver. And he, as, as I mentioned, races over in the IMSA, in the American Championship. And during the race, it was it was looking good for Kevin Esther and Michael Christensen to win this world t- title. And more or less, they, all they had to do was get the car to the finish. And the car was actually, through the night at, at Le Mans, was leading comfortably and looking very much like uh, it was going to win the World Championship and win Le Mans as well. But unfortunately, the car had quite a significant mechanical problem where the exhaust broke uh, and the the whole exhaust system had to be replaced, which is not, uh, not a quick job at all. So the car had to be brought into the pits and pushed back into the garages and the car lost lost uh, enough time to put it out of um, contention but did get back out on the track now this is another point where we saw uh, the difference in endurance racing because this um, Michael Christensen and Kevin Estra and Lawrence Vantour were in the 92 car but also Porsche had another car uh, in, in the race as well the number 91 and the mechanics from the number 91 car came into the garage for the 92 to help them get this job done quicker Again, probably something we'd be less likely to see in Formula One, for example. But they got the car out. But interestingly, as it headed into the the Sunday morning and the final stages of the 2019 Le Mans 24-hour, Lawrence Vantor... Now, bear in mind, Lawrence Vantor is one of, if not the quickest sports car driver in the world. And he decided to step back because... He said to to Kevin Estra and Michael Chris and his teammates, he says, look, this is this is your guys' world championship and I couldn't forgive myself if I even made the slightest mistake and cost you that. We only need to get the car to the finish. You guys can do it. I'm going to step back. And that's, again, that's a very selfless thing for a racing driver to do because 
racing drivers have got to have 100% confidence in themselves, but display 110% confidence in themselves, if you see what I mean. They can't show any weakness, but Lawrence Vantour was prepared to make that sacrifice so that his teammates, Kevin Estra and Michael Christensen, could go and win that title and stepped back. A week later, at the Nürburgring 24-hour, we saw a very similar act of camaraderie happen again. This time, um, they were back together, the same three guys, and um, they had also had a fourth driver, which is which is crucial at Nürburgring 24-hour. They also had Errol Bamber uh, on board. So you had Kevin Estra, Michael Christensen, Lawrence Van Tour and Errol Bamber in the Manti Racing um, Porsche 911 GT3R. And again, coming into the final stages of the Nürburgring 24-hour, the, the, this, this Porsche was leading quite comfortably at this point. Now, the Nürburgring 24-hour is a completely unique race. The the um, the Nordschleife circuit that they race on is incredibly dangerous, very, very narrow, very, very bumpy, huge, you know, just walls either side of the track, hardly any runoff at all. And in the Nürburgring 24-hour, you have so many classes of vehicle um, with incredibly varying levels of driver behind and unlike at some other 24-hour races during the night where the lighting isn't so bad like for example at Daytona you have all the flood lighting to, to, to help but at Nürburgring, the Nürburgring 24-hour it can be seriously dark around the forests uh, around the Eiffel Forest where the Nürburgring Nordschleife circuit is but coming in so to get through and to finish that race it, without incident is is almost impossible um, it's such a difficult race to win and to even finish and they were the, the guys they were leading and Lawrence Vantor was behind the wheel but because the circuit is so vast occasionally you can get it's easy to lose a uh, signal on uh, the radio and they'd lost communication with Lawrence and Normally, your, your, your communication and your, your pit crew are very, very important for warning you of any particular slow zone or yellow flag zone uh, somewhere on the circuit. And they can be in, at the Nürburgring 24 hours, if there's a, a yellow zone, you have to slow down to a set speed, usually 60 kilometers an hour, which, of course, is far, far below um, normal racing speed. But for, for Lawrence... He, um, the warning, um, he either missed a yellow flag or whatever, but of course didn't have any prior warning from his team on the radio and unfortunately went through the yellow zone that slightly too slightly too fast. Uh, and of course, as soon as he came through, he realised what had happened. Um, the car was then given a five and a half minute stop and go penalty, which is very, very harsh indeed. Um, but that was just enough to... Um, for, for the car to drop out of a winning position. They ended up finishing second, marginally second. They recovered a lot of lost time with, again, plugging in Kevin Estra. Uh, Kevin Estra around the Nürburgring is just something to behold. And Kevin Estra plugged himself in and just absolutely, um, absolutely went for it. But sadly, came up ever so slightly short. And at the end of that particular race, you saw... Lawrence Vantor absolutely distraught in floods of tears. Now, bear in mind, this is a seriously strong, mentally strong, but confident sports car driver. And he was just completely devastated that he'd let down uh, his, his fellow teammates. 
but his co-driver from the IMSA Championship, um, uh, this, his fellow championship winning IMSA co-pilot Earl Bamber was right there to put an arm around his, his, uh, his teammate and say we can still catch this up, let's not give up, it's so easy, we can all, we've all done it and again when you compare it to, if you watched particularly the second season of Netflix Drive to Survive in Formula 1 you look at if you make a mistake, a lot of the time you're uh, in certain teams. The the you know that arm is not there to to be put around your your shoulders. So I think if if you're unfamiliar with sports car racing, I think it's a really good um, it's, to be honest, it's a really good advertisement of why it's such an interesting category of motorsport and what it brings to the table. It's different. To, to others so you can check it out on YouTube it's just simply called Endurance if you just type in Endurance Porsche documentary it'll pop straight up so check it out well worth um, well worth a watch one evening now before we go um, again just a quick reminder don't forget to subscribe to the show via your chosen podcast provider um, but if you wish to be entered for uh, our heel tread uh, giveaway for a lovely pair of motorsport inspired socks you can. Um, all you need to do is download the Podbean app and subscribe to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast and you'll be in with a chance to win. So thank you very much indeed for listening to this episode and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.